Thank you for listening to the Conform to Christ podcast, where we seek to engage the mind, affect the heart, and call people to follow Christ. I'm Jay Jones, and I am here with my friend George Mays. George, yo, you know what today is? I do. What is it today? Well, it's uh, it's free for all Friday. Yes. But it's also the big 100th episode. It's the 100th episode yeah. of this podcast. Well, it started as a podcast. It's yeah. morphed into a podcast video. Right. How many videos what do you are call we this up thing? to? Video cast? I don't I don't know. I don't know. We started this in uh beginning of December for video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like two that. two a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh but we're at the 100th because this began and we were cranking them out, man, at the beginning. Yeah. So if you uh if you just started watching us on YouTube, um go back to the podcast and uh and listen to some of the earlier ones. Because we walk through the uh, the problem of evil and suffering. Yeah, yeah, that was like twenty something episodes. <laughs> yeah, it was. we did on the problem of evil and suffering. Yeah, yeah, we did. We started it off with the gospel. Uh-huh. Started off, what is the gospel? Four episodes, right. the problem of evil. Started doing the text driven Tuesdays, the free for all Fridays. Yeah, um, yeah. So go back and uh, let's talk about the podcast. Why did okay. we start the podcast? Uh, you came into my office one day and said, hey, you want to start a podcast? And I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not the answer you were going for? No. Okay. <laughs> no. You put your quill down. You looked up to, up, yeah. up at me <laughs> under the glow of uh-huh. whale oil lamp light. Yeah. And said, sure, let's do a podcast. Right. <laughs> Yeah, no. Um, that's not the answer you were going for. Uh, well, you know, it was it was originally because we wanted to strengthen the church, our uh, church. Yeah, and we we started this as a ministry for our church. Yeah, and so text driven Tuesday, it it's a companion to the Sunday sermon that we preach at our church. Yeah, because everybody drives. That's mm-hmm. what we say. Like everybody's driving to work nowadays. You know, they mm-hmm. got like twenty minutes or whatever, so they could they could do work and back and get our podcast in sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it goes over an hour. That's a little bonus material. Yeah. Um, but everybody's driving. You know, you can send, and we think, okay, we could, we could do the sermon, talk, make more application on Tuesdays, right? And maybe people could share that with their friends and say, hey, let's talk about this. Yeah. And it's a way to just begin to talk to your friends, and hopefully, hopefully, the church uses it like that. Mm-hmm. I, have, I don't know because we don't do a poll. We don't poll them. Right. Like, how many of you guys actually listen to this podcast? Yeah. Hopefully, it's not like five of them. <laughs> well, I know there's I know there's at least five of them. Mm-hmm. Hey guys. Right. <laughs> that you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> there are there are a lo- there are many people that listen to us though. Not bad for uh-huh. a little church. Yeah. You know, our uh our main uh YouTube channels for you know, it's the church channel. Right. It's all the sermons. Mm-hmm. And we we have we I mean we have a lot of listens. I mean comparatively for the size of our church, it's pretty it's pretty cool. Right. But even our little podcast, we just talk about the how great technology is. Um, we've had uh, over six thousand downloads, and let's see, we have people listening in Russia, Canada, and the UK. Awesome, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I have no idea. I think I mean I, know, I think I know who the Russia is. Uh-huh. Um, pretty sure, and that's cool. We helped start a church out there. Um, Canada, no idea. Well, maybe. I, th- I, th- I have a pastor friend up there, so maybe him or his church okay. folks. I don't know. But UK, you know anybody UK? I don't know it's anyone Probably Sinclair in the UK. Ferguson, it's my guess. You think so? Is that? <laughs> Fergie. 
Yeah. Is he over there? Or is he is St. Clair Ferguson is, as far as I understand, you remember on that place where they can't, like, the, James Bond, like, goes to his home. It's in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. In my mind, is that as they describe St. Clair Ferguson, that's where he is. Because they're like, you can't, it's, not, it's like not easy to even get a hold of him anymore. Okay. So he's moved from South Carolina. Okay. Columbia, I, South Carolina. I knew that's where he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's back in the UK. Okay. And he's apparently in the middle of nowhere. Wow. Yeah. Interesting, right? Yeah. I, I love when um, you watch some of these Q&As when he's at like the Ligonier Conference mm-hmm. and everyone's talking about these, they're asking these questions about these cultural issues and the things that are going on and, and he just sits there because he, <laughs> he's not in the midst of this stuff. Yeah, he, doesn't, he has no idea. It must be nice right. to just be out in the middle of nowhere yeah. with your church people yeah. and you just get to preach the gospel Yep. And uh, minister to them and uh-huh. not worry about how crazy the American government is. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't care anyway. He's from the UK. Yeah. Um, that must be nice. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, the podcast. We we start it that way. So we say every, every time, mm-hmm. we say, uh, welcome to the show or whatever. We seek to engage the mind, affect the heart, and call people to follow Christ. Yeah. Why that order? Why do we say things like that? Is that just some made up thing we say, or does that does it actually mean something? It means something. The order is important. It's the opposite of what um, the world tells you to do, mm-hmm. which is to follow your heart um, or to just whatever you feel. That's that's what's important. And uh, what we're saying is that you you first have to engage the mind. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what we think should affect um, everything else. Right. Like it, it flows from the mind out <clears throat> through the heart into our lives. Yeah. And um, and we say engage the mind and affect the heart. Yeah. Because it's easy for us, um, I think especially in the Reformed community, to just engage the mind. Yeah. And we're just... That's the, satisfied in our intellectual. That's the main problem I have with a lot of reform preachers yeah, we, is they're we just talk about, so boring. Right. We we like, read we read all of these books yeah. and we listen to all these sermons and we love the Puritans and we we act like if we just fill our minds with all of this information, then we're good. Mm-hmm. And um, we're not very good at reading the Puritans if that's what we think. Exactly, <laughs> because the Puritans they didn't stop with the the mind. Yeah, they certainly. You certainly had to um, pay attention when you're when you're reading a Puritan, mm-hmm. someone like John Owen. You can't just check out. Yeah, um, you have to because he's engaging the mind. Yeah, but he doesn't stop there. It, it's affecting the heart. It's affecting how you um, you feel your emotion. Your yeah. your emotional life is still part of you. Yeah, even though we don't start with the heart, we don't want to be led by the heart. The heart's a terrible guide. Yeah, um, but you don't stop at the mind. You you move to the heart, and then with those two together, it should cause you to walk in obedience mm-hmm. and be conformed to Christ. That's right. Yeah, and so you know, then again, like I said, a lot of reformed preaching is just so boring. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta you gotta move. You got if it doesn't, if your aim is not to actually affect somebody's 
heart and emotions, you've you've missed it. Right. Right. The the key to behavioral change is the heart, what you love. Right. It is. So you aim to get to that behavioral change, uh, or as we would say, calling people to follow Christ through the mind that drives the heart and the emotion and the will, and the result is following Christ, hopefully. Yeah. Um, And this isn't something that we're just making up. This Mm -hmm. is what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 15. The Pharisees are... um, criticizing the disciples because they don't wash their hands before they eat. Uh They don't go through the ceremonial religious observance to Uh wash before they eat their food. And Jesus's whole point is it's not what goes into your body that makes you unclean. It's what comes out. Yeah. Um, And what he's saying is that all of these things, your, your wicked thoughts and your wicked desires and your wicked actions, those all flow out of your heart. And so if you are um, you know, a, a lustful person, then you're going to act on that. If you are an immoral person, you're going to act on that. If you're a greedy person, you're going to act on that. So every, every action, it's flowing out of your heart. Yeah. Um, and so we have to uh, engage the mind and affect the heart, call people to follow Christ in that order. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, you talk about a lot of reform preaching is boring because it's all intellectual intellectual yeah but a lot of um evangelical sermons are <clears throat> shallow yeah because they start with the heart and they just they stay never at the, go, they, they never stay at the go heart it, yeah right they just, just stay, stay at the there. heart that's right um so there's there's dangers there there's yeah. two there's two dangers we don't want to we want we don't want to engage the mind and stay there we don't want to affect the heart and stay there we want to do both in that order, mm-hmm. mind, heart, and then call people to follow Christ. Boom, you got it. All right, so that's that's. So hopefully our, that's hopefully that's what, that's what we're, we're doing. doing. Hopefully, that's our goal. Hopefully that's what's happening. <laughs> right. And so we do on Fridays. We would take a look at <clears throat> just anything that's going on, random stuff all over. Who knows what we could talk about? Yeah. And uh, but we also want to bring it back to like, how do we look at this as Christians, and how do we now we understand this? Then how do we live like in light of this? A world a worldview. Right, yeah. the Christian worldview. Free for all Fridays are—they're some of the most popular that we have. So let, let, let me ask you this question: I'm looking at some of our stats here. Yeah. <clears throat> what do you think is the most popular listening source, podcasting source? Okay, so we have—we're available on Google Podcast, Spotify, Castbox, Podbean. Um, where else? Um, maybe Pandora. Are we on Pandora? I think so. So what do you think? What's the most popular podcasting source for us? I would guess iTunes. That would be my guess. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Yeah. 35% Apple Podcast. Okay. Hopefully they don't remove us like they did um, whatever, Parlor or whatever they did. Remember there was a mm-hmm. big banishment. Um, yeah, so Apple. Second, Podbean, which okay. is our hosting platform. We upload everything to Podbean and they distribute it to all these others. Right. It's kind of interesting how this stuff works. Then Spotify's third. Okay. Google Podcast is fourth with only 4%. Then there's less one like things you never heard of. But Google Podcast is actually a really good podcasting platform. I'm surprised people don't use it more. But I guess more people have iPhones than they do 
Android, I don't know. But I thought that was interesting. Now, what would you think are some of our most popular episodes? Well, I, I, I know what we put as our favorites. Um, I'm, I'm still going to go with maybe uh, Would Jesus Wear a Mask? All right. Let's I'm gonna, see. I'm gonna I just see changed it to all time. I got to change my my metrics here. Yeah. That would probably be Okay. In the past year, the most popular episode mm-hmm. is voting in the 2020 election. Oh, really? Yeah. Big okay. Eva and the Christian Conscience. Okay. So go check that out if you haven't checked it out. Interesting. Number 2 is a text driven Tuesday. I was kind of surprised by this. Mm. Okay. Galatians 4, 4 through 7. Who preached that sermon? That was Philip. That's what I thought. Yep. Yeah, so that one is number two. Okay, all yeah. right. Uh, would Jesus Wear a Face Mask is number three. Okay. And then some. Then the, then the rest are suffering and evil, which is not a surprise. Well, I hope, I hope Philip stuff. doesn't get a big head. Philip. <laughs> Foop. That's what my daughter calls Philip. Foop. Foop. She's two and a half, so... That's pretty good. Yeah. Foop. Yep. Good job, Philip. Yeah. Number two. That's good. Yeah. None of our text driven Tuesdays are even anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> They're not even anywhere in here, man. All the rest are free for all Fridays. <laughs> Dang. Philip's yep. crushing us. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been quite a ride, huh? Yeah. We've it's ta- been we've a lot covered of fun. some crazy stuff. You know, I year, uh, even if we only had five people listening. I'd still do this because it's just fun to do. Mm-hmm. It's fun to sit here and talk with you and uh, look at uh, the text of Scripture together and, and also just uh, look at all the crazy stuff in this world and, and try to make sense of it from a biblical worldview. It's, uh, it helps me. Yeah. I, hopefully it helps other people, but it helps me. Yeah, just how to kind of think through some of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there are a couple of things you brought, you know, other than just talking about the podcast. But before we do... I'm going to share something with you. Okay. Get, your, get your thoughts on the... Okay. Because <laughs> I think it speaks to the trajectory of our culture a little bit. Okay. We'll see what you think. All right. So uh, Drake got suspended for five days. So I get a I get a, a message, or I get call Angie. I'm on my way. She's like, Drake got suspended for five days. You can imagine he's a little bit worried about what your response is going to be. It's good for your kid to have a little bit of fear of their, oh, yeah. of their dad, right? Uh-huh. I'm thinking, okay... Drake's finally beat a kid up at school. Okay. Like, really beat him up. Uh, because he's he's good at turning the other cheek. Man, but you can only... And kids know it, too, right? They're like, Drake, we can uh, we can test Drake because he's a Christian. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows he is. But you can only take so much. So I thought that's what it would be. That's not what it was, George. Okay, what was it? The baseball kids mm-hmm. were, uh, like, uh, slapboxing each other. Okay. In the locker room. Are you surprised? <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm like, okay. You realize this is a. These are boys, right? They're all friends. Like after baseball practice, they like go eat with each other. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and and they're they hang out. They're like best buds. Yeah. They're not fighting each other, right? But you know, to make an example, because they, you know, in their mind, it's a fight club. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so I, t- I went and talked to, the, I would talk to the principal. I know she's got a job to do, but right. part of it that bothers me is I feel like 
everything is just governed by fear. Yeah. What if people see the video outside the school? What uh-huh. if it gets leaked to the news? You know what I mean? And then the school looks terrible, and now, you know. It's all political. Yeah. Because just a few years ago, nobody, you know what would have happened? The coaches would have took care of it. They'd mm-hmm. have been like, hey, coaches, take care of this nonsense. <laughs> right. And they'd have been like, hey, guys, stop doing stupid stuff. Yeah. Like, Nobody got hurt. Uh-huh. The, the principal was like, you know, they were really going at it. And I was like, ma'am, ma'am, <laughs> do you, you know my kid, right? Uh-huh. You know you know which one he is? Trust me, he was not going at it with anybody. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, you'd have some hurt kids. Bad. Like, these kids are, you know, whatever. I was like, okay, okay, I, I get it, I understand. So the thing I was worried about was, is it going to go on his permanent record? Because, mm-hmm. you know, he's driven. He's like, he studies hard. He's got goals to get 30-plus on his ACT. This is kind of stupid thing that if it's on your permanent record can keep you from getting into good schools. Mm-hmm. So she assured me it's not going on the permanent record. What do you think of that, George? Suspend five day suspension, just like how many? How many were suspended? Oh, dude, a bunch of them. A bunch of them. Like I want to say at least eight. Really? At least eight kids. Suspension. Five. Days, fight. You get five days for like actually fighting somebody, right? Like in a real fist fight. Like mm-hmm. you get angry and you guys start brawling. Yeah. What do you think? No, that's <laughs> that's pretty ridiculous. I, I know it is crazy, right? Yeah. Do they still do detention with all the COVID stuff? Uh, I think they do. I think they've got like in school suspension and. That, I, I guess that, that, that if they were going to do something, that would be more along the line but suspending for five days that's that's overkill yeah for it, sure i guess that, they, you know they have like a, a a no no tolerance policy for touching each other i guess that's what it is you so no touching <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you think of that george no uh so i don't know does this mean they can't play uh tag uh, i don't know what it means um i haven't seen the video maybe it's far worse than uh that I'm envisioning in my mind. Yeah. But if people aren't bleeding and there's not black eyes, then it, if, probably, it, it probably wasn't very bad. Yeah. If it's not, um, if they're not actually fighting, if it's just friends goofing off. Right. In the locker room. Yeah. Some of that stuff just, you guys got to so let, let some of that go. So here's my question. Who's recording in the boys' locker room? That's, a, <laughs> that's the question that yeah, I asked. Right. I said, you got a bigger problem uh-huh. on your hands. Who's recording, who's videoing this in the boys' locker room? Yeah. So I, I would think you'd want to get to the bottom of that. Yeah. Yeah. So my, my two concerns were, it's not going to go on his permanent record. Schools will never be able to see this. Mm-hmm. And can he still do his schoolwork? Yeah. So I appreciated that, that. At least they let him still do his schoolwork, because you can't just take a week off of school. Like, anyway, I thought that was. But I mean, that just tells you the times we're in, right? Right. Everybody knows that that's what goes on. Boys wrestle, boys fight, boys challenge each other, and it's not even really fighting. Mm-hmm. It's just being a male, right? I think it gets to the feminization of our culture. I would agree. It's just totally feminized. Yeah, I would agree. There needs to be a healthy outlet for boys to do that stuff. Men are not like women. 
And that's the problem. I think the culture just cannot see. What did you just say, Jay? What did you just say, Jay Jones? Right. That'll keep <laughs> that'll keep me for out of the Baseball Hall of Fame. Did you see Kurt Schilling get I did. thrown under the bus? Yeah, I did. Not that I'd ever be in the Baseball Hall of Fame, but if I was going to be, yeah. that comment would probably keep me out. Oh, yeah. Yep. You're canceled now, Jay. I know. Cancel me. Yeah. Hmm. How do you cancel the nothings of this world? That's my that's my question. Isn't that what Paul says? We're the nothings. Yeah. Good luck canceling. Right. <laughs> yeah. What are you, you going to take away from me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, anyway, I just thought, I just, I thought about it in that sense. You know, um, I got to be careful how I say this. <laughs> All right. Uh oh. <laughs> Many of the leaders in administration are a female now. Okay. All right. The only principle that I've had, like when I've had problems with Drake when he was growing up, he was a man. Mm-hmm. Um, he handled things very differently. He was he was actually an ex-NFL player, became a school principal. So when Drake was in elementary school, we had some behavioral problems. And so this guy looks at him and says, you know what? He's... A uh, a very athletic kid, like his, he would sit and jitter. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you know anything about like fast twitch muscle fibers. You know anything about them? No. Okay. Well, he can just be sitting there. I remember this from when I was a kid, and your and your muscles will just kind of like tremble. Okay. And it's because of the way a male's body, in particular, <clears throat> those that have a lot of fast twitch muscle fibers, like they're not made to sit for eight hours. Right. So he's having, and, and of course the Drake's teachers, they're they're females. Their answer for Drake is to act like a, a girl, mm-hmm. and he can't act like a girl. Right. No matter what you try to force him to do, it just makes him more frustrated. Yeah. Um, their answer was to put him on medicine, medicate him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "You're not medicating my kid. He's like the smartest kid in your class. You want to put him on drugs." No, learn how to handle him. So I talked to this principal, and he's like, okay, well, we'll try something different with him. We're going to get him a stand-up desk. He's can, he can stand up all day long if he wants for eight hours. Got him a stand-up desk and a little thing where he could, like, swing his legs and uh, fix a problem like that Yeah. immediately. No more problems with Drake. Female principal, guarantee you they push medication. Yeah. Guaranteed. How much how much backlash will I get? How much? How much will we get on the show because I say that? It's 100% true, George. Right. Men and women think about these things differently. Yeah. We need a better balance. Again, we need to balance out our leadership in in every area where it's not predominantly female voices speaking to male issues. Mm-hmm. Cuz that's what's going on in a lot of our educational system now. Mm-hmm. Men are not girls, and you can't make them girls. And if you try to make them girls, then you end up ruining them by pumping them full of medicines and other weird things. Now this took this just took a strange turn. It did. It went. It went in a direction I wasn't expecting. You posted something on uh, on Facebook mm-hmm. yesterday, Jay. Yeah. What? Which one thing? Which thing? <laughs> the. Uh, Six foot two, 220 pound guy, the dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who is playing on the women's handball. Yeah. 
team. Just destroying these women's souls. Yeah. It's yeah, check the video out. You can see the look on these women's faces, right? Do you want to show it? Uh nah, they can look it up. Okay. I have to plug the stuff in and I gotcha. Who knows what'll happen if we do that <laughs> after the fact. My okay. whole thing might crash. All right. So we've got it's just an all-out assault on men and women. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And so you've got men who are uh, being treated like women, and in the process of the world doing this, it's abusing women. Yes. So well, it's a it's abusing men, but it's also abusing women. Yeah, it's. The, the transgender stuff that Biden, like he just signed it into law. Yeah. What you did, what I, what I see it as, as you declaring war on my two, my two daughters. Yeah. Right. I have two, well, I, I, it's to be seen with Evangeline, but she's just like the other kids. So um, she'll probably grow up and be an athlete as well. But Brooke wants to be an athlete. And she wants to be a Division One athlete. And she's, Fast, like she's faster than probably ninety percent of the female population. Like she's barely slower than her brother, which is pretty dang fast. Yeah, she is not faster than a man, and she never will be. So, and this is already happening. You're already seeing it happen in America on the on uh, in track and field. Mm -hmm. Women are losing spots on teams, and they're losing. Uh, state championships or even the ability to qualify for these meets because they're being beat out by men, yeah. biological men. Right. There's just no competition. There is just no way. Now, if this ever gets into softball, like she's she's she loves softball more than track, and uh, like Brooke's good enough to play on the boys' baseball team. I won't let her because they have their own sport. Right. Play softball. That's what girls play. And. Uh, but if a boy were to, if boys were to ever get into girls softball, it's over, dude. They play on a tiny field, right? Like a boy could hit miss a ball and it'd be a home run on a girls softball field. It's it's small. It's like two hundred feet. Mm -hmm. It would be the end of girls sports. This is if it's not reversed. Like if somebody doesn't take this to the Supreme Court and it's not overturned, it's the end of girls athletics mm -hmm. in America. You've just you've just literally destroyed tons uh, of women's hopes and dreams and their goals yeah it, which what's crazy about it is feminists are just so quiet like where is that all we hear is crickets do i have a crickets button because that's like how are you not speaking out you're supposed to be for women and and literally men this is this is men abusing women right and you're not speaking out it's insane yeah yeah it is well, title, title uh, nine that, is is what they use right uh-huh that was put in place to make sure that women had fair fairness, mm -hmm. like they're treated fairly. So, like at an NCAA school, the baseball team gets you know eleven point four scholarships. Well, they're not going to give the girls' softball team two. Yeah, Title IX protects that. So, mm -hmm. whatever the boys' baseball team gets, the girls' softball team gets feed, treated fairly and gets the same as the boys. Yeah, it was never intended to do this in this stuff that they're doing. Right. So it's it's crazy, man. Yeah. But you gotta follow the science, Jay. Yeah. You gotta follow the science. It's nuts. It's just like uh, you know, Biden's nominee for the uh 
assistant secretary of the Department of Health and Human Services. Right. Just a guy dressed up like a girl. Yeah. Yeah, you just played yourself. You just hired another white male. Yeah. <laughs> just another old white guy. <laughs> Congratulations. You actually you actually despise women that much yeah. that instead of hiring an actual woman, you just hired another white male. I I feel like this is um like the premise of an 80s comedy. Isn't this Mrs. Doubtfire? <laughs> We're descending it. <laughs> Isn't this the premise of Mrs. Doubtfire? We're descending into madness. Yeah. We really are. I feel like the Romans, we talked about the pagan culture of Roman the Romans and the and the Athenians and yeah. that culture. But you know what, George? When they did pancreation, I'm pretty sure they did not have men and women competing against each other. Right. Even they were not that depraved. Yeah. Right. They didn't have men sprinting, the sprinting competitions. Mm-hmm. Um, they were not sprinting against women. Yeah. They at least still understood the differences between men and women. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I mean, it leaves you speechless. I just don't know what to say about it. Yeah. It's, it's wild. I don't know. This segment just turned into don't try to turn boys into girls. (laughs) Right? Don't try to feminize them and their behavior. And when they try to say they are girls, don't entertain it. Yeah. Because it's actually abuse of women. Like women women are a gift of God to the world. Mm -hmm. We gotta celebrate. I think women should be celebrated and they're it it hurts it hurts all of us when women are denigrated and abused like this. Mm -hmm. When when we're telling women you can be just like the guys and in reverse you're telling guys they can be women, it hurts everybody. Mm-hmm. It, it it hurts everybody. Yeah. We need men to be men and we need women to be women. Right. And for for people to say that's that's sexist, that's misogynistic, um man, we're just do you know what always course corrects this type of stuff? When we fall into complete and total anarchy and madness and lawlessness prevails so that <clears throat> the nation completely collapses, when this nation completely implodes and collapses on itself and we're left with like little, these different fractions uh, or factions all over this nation, uh, do you know what will happen then? What's that? Uh, evil men will prevail on the earth again. Yeah. And evil men will terrorize this nation they'll pillage they'll rape they'll murder and maim and it will force the reality of the biological differences Mm. back into it'll snap us out of our illusion because then the only hope will be that actual righteous and just men will stand up against them yeah and uh, that's what will happen it won't be it won't be an army of women trying to take back a region from lawless, abusive men who are raping and pillaging, right? It will be men that rise to that occasion. We live in a weird illusion, as if we can create... We're creating our own reality. We're playing God. That's Mm -hmm. what it always comes down to. We're trying to play God. Right. 
So what happens when we do that is, I mean, who, who knows how long it will take, but we'll collapse. The society will collapse. That's where we're going. So hate to be the bearer of bad news, everybody. <laughs> um, Let's talk about this uh, Phil Vischer tweet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was hoping you'd pull it up on the screen, but since you're not plugged in, I'll have to read it. Yeah, that'll be enough. So Phil Vischer, you know who Phil Vischer is, right? Yeah. Okay. He's the uh, the VeggieTales guy. He, uh, I, I guess he's on a quest to show people how woke he is. Maybe. That's what this tweet would appear. Yeah. Um, so uh, yesterday he tweeted out, what he calls Phil's brief history of white evangelical fear. Uh, as soon as he frames it in those those terms, we already know where this right. is going, right? So he just lists off his timeline of white evangelical fear. Uh-huh. And this is what he writes. He writes, 1920s, Darwinist and modernist, look out. 1930s, socialist, look out. 1940s, distracted by Nazis, hang on. 1950s, communists, look out. 1960s, socialists and radicals and feminists, look out. 1970s, gays, look out. 1980s, even more gays and public schools, look out. 1990s, Clintons, look out. 2000s, Muslims, look out. 2010s, more Clintons and liberals, look out. 2020s, Marxists and BLMers, look out. Yeah. And those are his, that's his brief history of white evangelical fear. Hmm. How do you feel about that timeline there, Jay? Well, feel pretty I, think good I, about that? I think I would just want to look at these, each of them, and ask the question, was there reason to look out? All right, so his, so he's he's gotten a lot of responses, as you might imagine. And I, I would just ask him, does he think the culture in which we're living in today is God-honoring? Number one, right? Well, here's two things. All right, the first thing is he's saying that he's the thread is not supposed to be about communism or Darwinism or all these things. It's about fear. Okay. Okay. So he's trying to clarify, and we should take him at his word. He's trying to say that um, we shouldn't live in fear. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. We, we shouldn't live in fear. But what he's doing is he's conflating these warnings about real dangers and he's saying those are quote unquote white evangelical fears right so how do we how do we make sense of this uh-huh. i would agree we're not as christians we are not supposed to live in fear mm-hmm. well uh, just because you address something doesn't mean that you fear it that, right. or that you're living in fear yeah um but look at the things that he yeah. that he's listing: Darwinism and mar- modernism, uh-huh. socialism. He doesn't put Nazis in here. He yeah. says distracted by Nazis. Distracted by Nazis. That's uh, that's problematic for here, me. Yeah, yeah. So if you just think about this, distracted by Nazis in the forties. But does he, does he uh, understand that the Nazis were Darwinists? Uh huh. He literally doesn't understand that. Does he not understand that the Nazis 
were driven by Darwinism and modernism, or that, that, or, they, that they were seeking for the right, ultimate race, right? Or right. or they were nationalist, socialist, socialist. <laughs> the very thing that yeah. he says in the 30s, people were the well, excuse me, the white evangelicals, yeah, the white image. So, fearing. So, so let's let's take his thing, okay? 1920s, white evangelicals, they're afraid. Oh, hey guys, Darwinism is dangerous, socialism is dangerous. And he's like, Oh, that's just because you're white, you know, you're just white, and it's because you're a racist. But like, guys, Darwinism, you're living in fear, Darwinism and socialism can lead to really bad things. Shut up, racist, you're just a dumb white guy. <laughs> 1940s, surprise, a global power that's driven by Darwinism and socialism is literally killing millions of people. Mm. This is how this is how idiotic Phil Vischer makes himself look. Yeah. The Nazis were driven by Darwinism and socialism. Yeah. People were trying to warn you before that, and it wasn't because they were racist, bigoted white people. It's because there is something legitimately to be fear when an entire government thinks that uh, the world is governed by Darwinism and that they're the superior race. And guess what? We need a race of blonde-haired, blue-eyed people. Yeah. And so we're going to eradicate everyone else, and we're going to try to get to that, the, the, the key Aryan race. Those things were right. People were right to raise those alarms in the 20s and the 30s. Yeah. Because look at the 40s. <laughs> right. He literally just makes himself look like an idiot. Yeah. Communist. Communism. Socialist and radicals and feminist. Is, in the is 1960s. communism something to look out for? <laughs> I would say so. How many people? I would say have, so. That this is, okay, the past hundred years were the bloodiest hundred years in world history. Mm -hmm. And it was because of communism. Yep. It was not because of white evangelicals, it was because of communism. And it's still going on. And it is still going on. It's it um it's it's still here. Communism is still here and it's still doing the same stuff. Yeah. Look look at what's going on in China. This is this is um a continued holocaust. Yes. Like that they are committing a holocaust. They're committing genocide over in Actively. China right now. Right now. Yes. They are. But hey, we don't want to live in fear. It's white. It's white fear. It's white fear. White, white evangelical fear. Yeah. Fear. yeah. Mm -hmm. At the seventies and eighties, look out for the gays. <laughs> well, don't want to live in fear, though, Jay. Right. They only, but they only want the right to be married. That's it. Yeah. They don't actually want full and total capitulation uh, right. to their worldview, right? <laughs> what they want is full and total capitulation to their worldview. Anything yeah. less than that. Makes you a bigot and a homophobe. So he um, he interacted with. Um, if if you're on Twitter, you need to follow regular reformed guy. Okay, he's uh, he's got some good stuff. Mm -hmm. So he interacts with with uh, Phil Vischer, and they they've got a, a back and forth um, yesterday. That, that's how I I came across this tweet. I don't I don't follow Phil Vischer, um, but it came across uh, this this series of tweets, this thread because of regular reform guys. Um, but he, um, they're going back and forth and, and Phil Vischer's trying to say it's, it's about fear. It's about fear. We shouldn't live in fear. Uh -huh. no, we shouldn't live in fear. Um, but regular reform guy, he, he asked him just point blank. Do you believe homosexuality and transgender transgenderism are sins to be repented of? 
And how would preaching such generate fear and hatred of other image bearers? And he never got a response. Of course not. Right, here's, here's the straightforward question. Right? Is homosexuality and transgenderism a sin? But uh, woke Phil Vischer, he, he can't answer it, right? Of course he won't answer he, it. He won't answer that because... If he does, then he's he'll he's, he'll he's be gonna, canceled. He's gonna well, he's gonna be canceled. He'll fall under the same the same thing that he's he's accusing he's white evangel- evangelicals of. Yeah, this is the type of thing, the very thing that um, the unbelieving world tries to leverage against Christianity. Mm-hmm. If you disagree with us, it's because you fear us. Yeah, and you're only, a homophobe. Yes. You're, a You're an Islamophobe. Islamophobe. That's right. Everything, everything is restructured so that you're just afraid, right? But if they're, if they are, um, you don't, you don't hear them being afraid of Christian nationalism, right? They're not, they're not framing that in terms of fear, right? Even though that's what they're, yeah. Well, not even just Christian nationalism, just Christianity. I mean, they absolutely live in fear of the Christian worldview. Yeah. Christian world, we live in opposing worldviews. We have a collision of, it's a collision of worldviews. It's a collision of gods, as we talked about on uh, Tuesday. The world is a pagan world in which we live. Yeah. We live in a pagan world, and that everyone is their own little god. Yeah. It's the god of the self. As you said, that everyone's libertines. Mm-hmm. The god of the self wishes to create its own world for itself and its own set of moralities and all this thing. And so in collision with that comes the Christian God, right? Mm-hmm. Who says, there is only one true and living God. It's not you. And as the creator God, he actually does make objective uh, rules. He makes objective morals, ways that we ought to live in this world. So there's a collision of worldviews, and what the other worldview is saying is, hey, you can call yourself a Christian as long as you dethrone your God and you live according to our worldview. But if you're going to actually live like a historic Christian, then we're going to do everything we can to silence you and to label you a bigot or a homophobe or whatever this phobe. Uh, but the reality is is they're afraid that our, when our two gods come into collision, that theirs will get smashed. <laughs> right. So they don't want op- there's no open dialogue. They want no open dialogue. They can never get questioned. You can't actually ask them a question and expect a straight answer, right? Because they live in an illogical worldview. Mm-hmm. And so the answer for them is to silence, to silence opposition, to never let our gods collide. Because mm-hmm. when our gods collide, theirs are exposed as nothing and foolishness. And so that's that's where we are today. Mm-hmm. Silence the opposition. Yeah. Well, speaking of fear, we got to talk about this. We were talking about this before we started recording, and we really should have just saved it all because it was so good. We need to have like a behind the behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. What is it? I don't even remember. Well, now we're we're, now we're now we're being told. You know, we're, we're being told um, if you really want to be careful, double mask, double mask it, Giorgio. And if you want to be really careful, if you uh-huh. want to make sure that you are protecting others because that's what it's all about right it's all about protecting others others. you gotta and even even in um christian circles we're being told if this wearing a mask is all about loving your neighbor well if you really want to love your neighbor jay got triple mask triple mask it got triple mask it man yeah yeah the masks we we really need we 
He doesn't want to be, but we really need to mic up Larry. The Larry because Bears La- back there. Because Larry told us something yeah. very interesting. He did. Larry, who was it again? Dr. Siegel. Okay, so the, the contributor for Fox, he said that if you if you want to make sure that nothing is getting through, you have to wear 10 paper masks. Yeah, if you want the masks to actually work. <laughs> you have to wear 10, ten. paper masks. 10. Yeah. Jay, I see people, I've seen you come to this church on a Sunday morning wearing one paper mask. Oh, man. Do you not love your neighbor i guess not because if you really loved your neighbor jay (laughs) the next time i see you wearing a paper mask it better be way out here because you're wearing 10 the mask let's let's just be honest with this about this okay and it a lot of it is just fear it's a it's a it's a social contagion that mask people think that masks work Mm -hmm. every doctor i've ever talked to says they know full well the masks don't work (laughs) all right (laughs) Go talk to talk to any doctor you can find. Just go talk to one. Yeah. And here's the reason. It's because COVID spreads in aerosol form. It's airborne. It doesn't just spread by droplets that, you know, get on things and, mm-hmm. and you touch and that's right. not just how it spreads. Yeah. It spreads by aerosol. So if you cough, like it shoots out the side of your mask and it hangs in the air. It hangs there. Uh I want to say it can do it for an hour or more, but it for sure 30 minutes. So you got a COVID cloud just hanging in the air because it's not contained by your mask. It's hanging there in aerosol form. And you walk through it 30 minutes later and you and it guess what? You have a mask on, but it goes right in the side of your mask. You're breathing oxygen. Right. Um, the particle of of a COVID of the vi- the virus, the virus is so small it can pass through the mask anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to breathe it in, you're going to get COVID. That's why you got to wear two or three That's masks. That's why you got to wear 10. Yeah. <laughs> 10 of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm in the doctor. I take Brooke in to get a COVID test so she can go back. She can go back to school. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have it. I'm like, she, this girl's immune to COVID. She lives in a house with us. We all had it. She never got it. So, like, I don't think she can get it. So her test is negative. So I'm talking to this doctor and I'm like, what's going on with the flu this year? Because they tested her for the flu as well. Yeah. Yeah. She's negative on the flu too. What's up with the flu? She's like, well, we haven't seen any. Like, there's like no flu cases, like none. I'm like, really? Why do you think so? She's like, well, it's because everybody's wearing a mask. <laughs> and so uh-huh. she's like, because because she says, she literally says, because the flu spreads by droplets. Mm-hmm. The, co- the common <laughs> flu. Uh-huh. Um, and so I'm just looking at her going, and so what does that mean for COVID? Yeah. It's stopping the spread of the flu, but COVID is spreading like wildfire. Right. Guess what it means, George? Take a guess. Yeah. Yeah, the, the mask don't work. Well, I, the only thing a mask would do is it'll stop droplets mm-hmm. like it would for the flu. Right. So big droplets get stopped. But when you cough a COVID cloud into the air and it hangs there for 30 minutes right. and everybody walks through it, masks aren't stopping that. Yeah. <laughs> Wear 10 masks. Wear 10 That's masks. That's the answer, I guess. But I guess, again... Swear ten um, of them uh, again. I, I think um, don't live in fear, <clears throat> right? Like people are people are living in fear because uh, I think they're afraid of dying. Mm-hmm. They're afraid of dying. They're afraid of other people dying, 
And the only cure to that fear is the gospel. Yeah, yeah. Because you're going to die. My, I mean, and we and I take COVID seriously, very seriously. I th- but I think don't most people don't take it seriously. What they do is they think they're doing their duty by wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you're not. You're not doing your duty by wearing a mask. You're around your old mom and your like grandma, and you think she's safe because you have a mask on. Yeah. Like, no. Don't be around people that are in danger. There's my answer. Mm-hmm. If you're in danger to COVID, guess what you should do? Don't be around them. Yeah. Until like it's safe. Like don't totally isolate them either because you don't want people to get depression and like become suicidal, which is happening all over the place. But be smart. It's not it's not a risk to younger people or if you don't have any health problems, like it's not a major risk to you. Or to children, you know, and babies. Like, babies aren't dying of COVID. Um, older people are. It is dangerous, and you should take it very seriously. I mean, you could, you're at risk for COVID. You get it, you're dead in 10 days. Like, we need to be compassionate about that because that's happening all over the place, man. It's really sad. And hospitals are getting overwhelmed. The healthcare workers are totally worn out. They're getting worn out. But the answer is not throw a mask on and pretend like everything's fine, right? Mm-hmm. Be smarter about what you're doing. I feel like we've taken a pretty smart approach here at our church, yeah. honestly. And guess what? We haven't had a COVID outbreak at our church, and we have older people here that are at risk, Yep. right? So I don't know. What are we even saying? I don't even know what we're saying. <laughs> don't be stupid and walk around with five masks on. Right. Pretending like you yeah, care, yeah. <laughs> Pretending like you care about your neighbor, yeah. Uh, don't just uh, don't just follow whatever you hear on the news yeah. just because everyone else is doing it. Mm-hmm. Right, it's foolish. Yeah, that's right. You got to engage the mind, right? Got to engage the mind. <laughs> George, as I told you before, I'm immune from COVID, but I'll wear the mask for strangers, you know, because I don't want them to have a little panic attack, heart attack. I can see them sometimes. You know, I was getting my oil changed yesterday and. I was reading some stuff. I didn't have a mask on, yeah. and people are looking at me. Mm-hmm. But I wish I had like a little sticker I could wear <laughs> that could only be given by a healthcare professional uh-huh. that said like this person had COVID and is now immune mm-hmm. and doesn't need to wear a mask. Yeah, like I'd wear it. What if they put all the uh, the people who had had it by themselves and all the people who refused to wear a mask all by themselves? Would you be all right with that? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay, that's good. Were they, ta- they were talking about some crazy stuff like that, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. They t- they've been talking about some insane things. Did you see that? Did you see the? Um, I, I think it was a senator. I, I don't know where he was from, saying that we should they should only give the fourteen hundred dollar stimulus to people who take the vaccine. No, I didn't see that. Oh, that's really? Crazy. Yeah. Um. My kids does ask he, me. If, does he know that it's not even available for, yeah, <laughs> for you younger people? Yeah, like like the people that would probably be out of work. Yeah, the vaccine's not even available for them yet. Yeah, like that. I don't think you have to engage the mind to be in politics. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't think so. We got people up there. I mean, they have connections, but there a lot of our politicians are not smart people. I yeah. think that's what's clear. Mm-hmm. Some of them are abs- I mean, some of them are smart and brilliant. Yeah. Um, some of these people are not smart people at all. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's, it's pretty clear. <laughs> um, yeah. There have been a few people die of the vaccine lately. Have there? Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is not to speak against the uh, the vaccine, but when a vaccine comes out, there's always going to be somebody dies mm-hmm. or a few people that die. There's adverse, yeah. rare reactions. Um, but it'll be capitalized on, you know, and people will use that to right. against it, um, which it's sad. But I want to say, did that lady who took it, one of the very first people, remember she passed out? Mm-hmm. Did she die? I don't think so. Man, I think. I thought she did, and they kept it hush hush. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I shouldn't say that because I don't know if it's a fact. <laughs> are but you maybe, are you spreading conspiracies yeah, on? I don't want to spread conspiracy theories. The point is, you're living, and you have to take risk. And I think that it should be up to individual people what kind of risk they they are willing to take. I, I'm willing to risk getting COVID. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm. That's a risk that I'm willing to take. Right. There's other people that aren't willing to take that risk. That's right. There, everyone has their acceptable risk. Yes. Um, and but don't mandate don't your, mandate your risk on other people. Yeah. If we lived by according to uh, the uh, liberals, if they ran the world exactly how they wanted, I promise you there wouldn't be any football. Yeah. We let our kid play football, man. That is dangerous. Right. But it's an acceptable risk. We let him play baseball. People throw an objects at 90 miles an hour past him, and he tries to hit them. Mm. Right? Right. That's dangerous. Yeah. You ever see what happens to a guy who gets hit in the face by a fastball that fast? Uh, I have, yeah. Pretty much explodes your face. Yeah, not great. That's dangerous, man. Right. Um, you know. We live in a we, dangerous world. We we do. We live in a dangerous world, and that's okay mm-hmm. <laughs> to live in a dangerous world. You you take risk. There are acceptable risks that we're all willing to take. If you've if you've driven a car, you have taken a risk, a big risk. Yeah. If you look at the stats of yeah. how many people die in car accidents every year, it's a pretty big risk. And we accept those risks. If yeah. you go and eat fried food from a fast food restaurant, you are taking a risk. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're just taking an accept. It's an acceptable risk for you. What if I eat sushi from Country Mart? You are taking <laughs> a risk because I did that a couple of weeks ago. Did you really? And I was like, hmm, sushi at Country Mart. But then I saw them making it. Okay. And I was like, oh, these these people are making this, and these are Oriental people making this sushi. Mm-hmm. Cal- my my calculation just okay just went up. See, I I am actually, according to the liberals, a racist. Right. But I trust my sushi yeah. from an Oriental person okay. more than I do a white guy. Okay. All right. Am I wrong? <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like a doesn't yeah. it just seem like a a better <laughs> ri- like if I'm gonna take risk and eat sushi from Country Mart, do you see how this goes? I'm gonna say white people don't have a long history of making sushi. Um it's an acceptable risk. Yeah. If Billy Bob, There's, if it, see, I'll take I'll take Billy Bob's barbecue. Uh, I'll take Billy Bob's barbecue all day, but yeah. I ain't taking Billy Bob's sushi. Yeah, that's not that's not happening, George. <laughs> You're just taking this in all kinds of weird directions today. I, <laughs> 
But but see see I'm stereotyping and and probably what I need to do is go to a re-education camp, right? So I can lose that bigotry. Mm-hmm. Cuz Billy Bob might he might make great sushi. Yeah. And I'm just too much of a bigot to realize it. No? You think? You need to be liberated. Off to that's the why, that's what AOC says. We yeah. live we live in a we live in a state that needs to be liberated from our backwards way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think some of this is just common sense. Mm-hmm. I'd rather eat sushi from an Oriental guy than a white guy. If that makes me a bad guy, I don't know what to say. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Sushi's already a risk, right? It is. Yeah, eating anything that's raw is a risk. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we we all have to take risk. We're we're taking risk every single day. A lot of those are just we're we're so accustomed to taking those risks, like driving a car, mm-hmm. that they just they're in the background. But you're taking a risk. Just look at the the statistics for um, fatalities. Um, you you're taking a risk, but it's an acceptable risk for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, we we shouldn't be in, imposing the things that we we're not willing to risk onto other people. Yeah, that's that's not right. Mm-hmm. I'm with you there. Yeah, the new skydiving. Mm-hmm. It's walking into a store without a mask on. <laughs> that's right. That's a risk, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> that's where we are today. Thrill seeker. I'm going out. I'm going out without a mask today. Going out without a mask. Yeah. Or without, no, without 10 masks. No, the mask, now one mask is a thrill seeker. If you see someone wearing two or three masks, I want you to take a picture for me. Yes, and please. I'll, I'll do the same please for you. Please take a picture and post it. If, if well, uh, Can we post other people? I don't know if we can do that. Don't I don't do know that. if we can. Don't post it. <laughs> I don't know if we can do Probably that. Probably gets sued or something. <laughs> like, we're going to sue us for we're, we're We're nothing. We're the nothings. What are you going to get? Yeah. What are you gonna get from us? Don't uh, we're we are not um, we are not encouraging you to take pictures and post them on our on our Facebook page. <laughs> hey, but I'm but I'm pretty sure if it's in a public place, they can. I'd have to look the laws up though. Yeah, like, like I think you can be filmed and taking pictures. Is that an acceptable and, risk? You know, if you're in public. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, if you if you see someone wearing, there if you see if you see someone wearing ten paper mask. You got to take a picture for me. Mm. I got to see it. <laughs> I got to see this. Hey, one. This is the thing about risks. Uh-huh. Like, you know, like we have people in our church. They a lot of we have a lot of firearms in our church, right? We're not going to become the victims of anybody. Yeah, just not going to happen. The other dude, the other day, a dude walks into our church. He's got like a full baklava on, and I'm thinking we're being invaded by the Russians. <laughs> so I'm like, when did this? I'm like what? worship worship level. <laughs> Now I'm level ten. Like it's about I'm about to fight Russia. The Cold War is over, Jay. Don't roll. When did this happen? Don't roll in our church with a baklava on. When did this happen? A couple weeks ago. Where was I? I think it was the last time you preached, actually, because I was sitting in the very back. Really? Yeah. What was? I was now. Now I got like level ten adrenaline. I'm over here, like, yeah. I don't know. I, I guess I don't get I guess I don't get triggered by the same things that you do, Jay. If you come into our church, paper paper mask is fine. You don't need to wear a baklava. Okay. Okay. Cold War never ended in a lot of our minds. Yeah. 
<laughs> this is a true free for all. <laughs> I don't even know who he was. Like, I don't even know who the guy was. Okay. Um, I don't. I, I guess I didn't see this guy. Random visitor. We get okay. random visitors. Right. I didn't get to talk to him afterward. Okay. Popped in and out. He probably was an agent. He was a spy. Yeah. So. Spying out our freedom in Christ. That's right. George, can you wrap this thing up somehow? <laughs> I don't know. Please. I don't know. It's time to, to end this I episode. Don't know sh- I don't know how to shut this down. It's the 100th episode of Free For All Friday. <laughs> There's enough material. There's enough material in was. this one in this episode. There's enough material for the kangaroo court to try us and put us in jail in 20 years. Yeah, they'll just play this tape. <laughs> Probably play, more, more you, for you than for me. Yeah, that's right. They'll just play the tape. Yeah, this is you on this tape. <laughs> Bring it home, George. Well, this was uh, this was a true free for all. <laughs> I never know what's going to come out of your mouth. I don't know what you're thinking sometimes. Hopefully this was some kind of benefit for people. <laughs> sometimes I wonder, are we just losing are we losing listeners? They just turn it off. Like what are these people talking about? Why am I wasting my time? <laughs> well, hopefully this has been beneficial for you and that it has um a <laughs> It has engaged your mind and affected your heart, and you're feeling something right now, I'm sure. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Thank you for uh, for listening, making this podcast possible. Um, we hope to uh, keep making more and more episodes uh, to encourage you to be more conformed to Christ.